everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott. And with me, I've got my two good friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. This is the first show of year 2021. So, hey, everybody. Yay. We made it. We survived 2020. Did we? I guess so. I was about to say, did we? Because this this could be like we all died and this is just hell, right, that we're in. So, yeah. More like purgatory, I would think, you know, just kind of perpetual, whatever. It's perpetually staying in your home and never leaving. I don't know. Little purg. Little purg. Little purg. That's that's probably a rapper or something, right? Little purg. (laughs) Little purgy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally, totally off off the top of everything. Speaking of that, did did you hear Dr. Dre's in the hospital? Yeah, for an aneurysm, but he's doing better. Yeah, he's he's doing better. But then some fuckers decided they were going to go rob his place. Yeah, that's so screwed up. Wow. So uh, if you're new to the show or you are returning, we, uh, we're we glad you're listening. Uh, we do a, kind of a three-part segment. We have the beards. We talk about beard products, beard reviews. Sometimes we review beard articles. But that's what we're going to do tonight. We talk about brews. We talk about, we, uh, we sample brews. We talk about uh, styles of beer. Sometimes we do other things, which we'll get into later today. Yep. And we also do bourbon reviews, which we do have a tasty bourbon, uh, Buffalo Trace, we'll get into later. That's always a good one. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. I'm looking forward to that. And then at the end of the show, we have a silent B, and we'll, we'll see we? what happens there. Do we? Yeah. Normally, yes. Do we today? Maybe. Stick around Maybe. and find out. Yeah, that's right. The suspense is killing us all. Mm-hmm. Especially Irish Giant. No comment. Yeah, well, no, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just listening and enjoying the conversation. Right, because podcasting is about uh, listening to other people conversate. It is, yeah. On the yeah, other yeah. side, and then to... when you, yeah, but then then when I just you know I listen, I take everything, and then when I get that that solid gold comment, you know, uh-huh. locked and loaded, ready, gold, to huh? All right, yeah, yeah, fully deployed, dropping gold deuces there, Peter. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, so let's start off with our beard segment. This week we have an article from Men'sHairStylesToday.com. Never heard of that website until I found it. (laughs) Yeah, Jim found it for us. Uh, It it goes in. It's it's quite extensive, but all the hairstyles they have, they have your top hair, they have your beard hair, they have your pube hair, in a few cases you want to know about it. Mm -hmm. Which, ironically enough, I actually laugh really hard when I pull this up because it's like, you know, on the right hand side, you know, you always like link out all the different, you know, new content, other content. You may like this, look at it. So they have, you know, the first one on here is like, 10 best mustache trimmers. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Good to know. And then next one's like, how to shave your pubes for bros. I'm like, okay, you know, good to know. For and the for one, or like you're wow. going to manscape your bro. Yeah. Well, like, your own bro-ness, not another bro. Like, oh, I was about to say, okay. Cause yeah. I mean, if, if you really needed your air undercarriage taken care of, I mean, I guess it's a courtesy I'd help you out, but you know, a courtesy, a courtesy, shave. courtesy shave. Yeah. Courtesy yeah. shortening. Shortening. There you are. Yeah. So this is 61 best beard styles for men. So we've kind of done a little bit, something like this before. Just the article is interesting because it shows you a number of pictures of bearded men and it kind of helps you hone in like maybe something you're interested in doing. So it has like, you know, your short shorn beard. It has like your scraggle beard. Uh, it goes into like, if you can grow a long, like lengthy beard, like a Viking style beard, 
And then it actually, the interesting thing I found it interesting, at least they, they kind of pair some haircuts with it. Mm-hmm. Not explicitly. They're like, this is the hair go with it. But they do show like, you know, short styles and long styles. There's literally 61 pictures of men with beards and haircuts. Uh, some of them are actors, some are just models, et cetera. But it's, it's really nice if you're just trying to like figure out what your beard style might work with your face. Uh, maybe you want, after COVID is over, you want to get a nice haircut. So I guess you can now too. I don't know. I haven't had a haircut in like, you know, since, <laughs> since March. So I don't know what I'm talking about. It here. shows. And it shows. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I got complimented the other day, I look like a, God, your wife. College professor? Is, yeah. A, like a modern art professor or something. Yeah. Like, thanks. Fully thanks, Mrs. Irish Giant. Yeah. It's cool. Like I said, it, like I said, it has 61 pictures on here. You got some you know, different variations of, you know, uh, Brad Pitt and you've got your Christian Bales, the, the short and the longs. Yeah. I don't know. What else, what else do you guys think about it? It was good. I liked, I definitely the pictures help a lot because when we say article, it's definitely, it has the article, but they're broken up by a lot of pictures, which is good because, Hey, we're all, we're, we're I like to look at pretty pictures on the internet. So just looking at Yeah, it. I don't read right <laughs> but yeah just like it's definitely it, what i like about it it does like the hairstyle you can you can pretty much do any hairstyle with any beard style you want right now so it definitely shows like you do, if you're not sure what would look good for you it's got a, a bunch of different again you like you said actors and like models portraying stuff uh, my personal favorite i like the because i have the mustache now but i still have like the the stubble so i like the matthew fox from lost the jack from lost look where you just look like constant stubble all the time Yep. I did appreciate that they did bring out uh, a, a thing near and dear to my heart. They talk about oil, beard oil, and beard bombs, and they kind of, they send you a link you can you can click on that explains the difference between beard oils and beard bombs, which is, mm. you know, in a nutshell, oils are just the condition and moisturizer skin, mm. your hair and skin under the beard. And then the, the bombs are set up for uh, similarness, but it also gives you a lot more control on your beard so you can get your flyaways. Right in check you can do some styling if you have enough length for it. it's definitely a difference between like like i said oil and and uh like pomade because like with pomade you have like it's kind of oily more oily i would say and then like because if you style your hair that way and then there's like the pastes which it's good if you have your hair already wet because you can definitely you can especially if you jump, you jump out of the shower use a paste then if you want more kind of hold or control if you have like drier hair then you probably want to use pomade it gives it a little bit more like a shine so yeah, that's definitely the difference between balm and oil, beard-wise. All right. So if if you're interested in kind of getting knowing more about the the worlds of beards and what might fit for you, uh, I would definitely check this article out. We'll post it on the Facebooks and possibly the Twitter sphere, and you can you can find it there. Yeah. But again, it's uh, men's hairstyle today, then it's, it's under beard styles. Yep, sixty-one. I think sixty-one men's beard styles, twenty twenty-one. So it's this year. It's a this year article, I believe. Excellent. So now we are going to mosey our way down into our quote unquote brew section. <laughs> Today's a little, a little different than normal. We did try to get some Boston Brewing Company or, or Sam Adams, if you prefer that name. Uh, Sam Adams, we we're trying to get the winter lager. Uh, there is a distribution problem in Virginia because basically they suck. They suck. That's what it comes down to. They have one distributor per county, county and a half. And then if you aren't part of that or the distributor doesn't like it, they uh, they won't carry it or carry it for a very amount, very small amount of time. Long, long story short, Greg Scott was not able to secure the winter lager, but uh, we will 
talk about something else, I guess, won't we? <laughs> Talking about something else, like brew related. Brew I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about winter, and then you could talk. When you guys could talk about loggers, and then we'll just bring them all together. What do you know about winter? Here in Florida, what do you? Well, know winter's winter? coming, apparently. That's and Game then, of Thrones, dude. Oh shit! Uh, the Winter Soldier. That was already out. That's, That's Bucky. Disney Plus. Yeah. I will. I'll tell you my my favorite winter story. Uh, we were in Clearwater Beach, which is a real touristy area. Very winter location. Oh, yep. it's very winter. Snowbirds. That's your snowbird if you're doing that. But okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were there in February, and uh, which is cold for Florida. And, and again, remember, 50 Fahrenheit in Florida is very cold. Like it's a lot of a lot of humidity down here. Kind of gets a wet cold. Uh, it's a wet cold. It's not not comfortable. So anyway, I think it's. 40 or 50 Fahrenheit, uh, my wife, then girlfriend, now wife, are out walking around with their jackets on. And so I'm, I'm looking out on the beach and I'm seeing like a lot of people in sweaters and jackets. And then there's this whole other category of, you know, chicks in bikinis running around playing in the water. And I'm just like, wow, that's, I don't understand. I can't parse this. There's, there's, you know, women in bikinis and then women in sweaters all in the same scene. It's like, yeah, yeah, that definitely was, they were either from like somewhere like, can, like Canadians or like upper Midwest area, I'd say, or from overseas that just don't, hey, this is great. Yeah, it's negative 20 where we are, so this is perfect. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to, to, let's segue into why is it a winter lager, or why why was it a winter lager? It's just, it's basically- Made of winter. Yes. Made of winter. <laughs> no, it's just, they added spices, and uh, there's a little bit more caramel color. It's because I'm the only one that actually picked it up. So it's just a little bit more caramel lager. It's it's not greatly rated on on beer advocates. It's got an 82, which is not bad, but it's not good either, I wouldn't say. Uh, it's got some like mixed reviews. A lot of people that are like beer snobs are like, no, this tastes it's like water and hops. Doesn't taste like winter. But <laughs> beer is water and hops, so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it smells like hops, not much winter. I'm reading one review. Warm amber coloring with a hint of beige tinted foam. I saw that. Uh, not much unique taste, just a small generic spice aftertaste. It's water. <laughs> that person didn't like it. It's 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 not something I pick up normally, but it's it's decent. It's around everywhere. So I mean, if you like lagers and you like them a little bit heavier, pick it out. But getting to the meat of the thing, uh, Gregory, you asked what's the difference between an ale and a lager because I, I did. I was like, I know they have winter ales and they have winter lagers, and so then that's your lager. Lager ale question. What what is the difference there? Basically, it's just yeast. The simple answer is yeast. Like aliens, the guy with the, the alien guy who puts his, <laughs> he does the weird hairstyle and puts his hands up and says aliens. Same yeah. thing, but with yeast. Basically, yeast everywhere. You know, interesting you say that because yeast is everywhere. It's in the air. It's in buildings. It's outside because we're like flowering plants put out yeast and other pollens that can affect beer brewing, but. The essential difference basically is that ales are made with top fermenting yeasts, which work at warmish temperatures. Lagers are made with bottom fermenting yeasts that need the liquid that they're fermenting to to be cold and to stay still for a while. That's why they're called lagers. It comes from the German word lagern, which means to store. So they're originally fermented in caves in cold months and then drank in the spring when the warmer weather came through and the yeast was done fermenting. The cave makes some sense because it's got a constant temperature. It's like constant right. 50 That's true, you're right. I was just thinking, I was thinking uh, pop, caveman popped up in my mind. I'm like, no, cave, I mean, they, they might've, but I don't think they, they had uh, 
I don't think they had own technology uh, at that time frame. <laughs> right. But with the event of refrigeration, it was able, you can get year round. You don't necessarily need a, a winter location or a cold cave. And you can just hop and you put, add the hops and then can it or bottle it in just a few weeks. But that's the, the basic difference between an ale and a lager. But with lager, lager is a specific style. Ales, you can go, th- there's a much more difference with ales. India, like India pale ale, that's an ale. Uh, or a regular pale ale, that's an ale. Or just, just an ale that you can add more hops to it. You can add spices to it. You store it longer. You can age it. Lagers are traditionally more just just a straight, like, you know, you, you think of like Coors Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, Miller Light. You think of those right. styles as like the general American style of beers. I guess to summarize, a lager is something that's stored, that's a bottom yeast that needs some kind of like cool, dry, sorry, cool stationary location. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, ales are going to be top fermented, which can have more aggregate, not aggregation, agitation, heat, mm-hmm. yeah. et cetera. Plus like usually most people that do make ales are going to add again more hops or more more stuff to it later on and make it their own unique style so they can they can probably produce well with refrigeration no actually with refrigeration you can produce anything year round these days so it's it, they're available all the time modern man you can have any kind of beer anytime yeah i know right you had to wait to think you had to that's where the styles come from they like marzen like they're just they're produced different times of the year depending on the weather and the seasons because you couldn't make a you can make a lager necessarily uh, during the summertime when it's hot. So you have to wait and then wait for the springtime to come around for you can actually drink it. And it took a while to age it. So we're really fortunate that we live in the time that we live in so we can get our alcohol and beer styles quickly. Yeah, I like that. That concludes my beer uh, lesson of the day. <laughs> Yay, beer. Take it, take it from me, Jay Paperton. Good job. Yay, beer. Thank you. You went boldly there. I do. Thank you, Professor Beaverton. We are going to stagger our way down to our bourbon tonight. All right, everyone. Now that we staggered down to the bourbon portion of the show, we have some Buffalo Trace. Uh, Buffalo Trace is a really excellent bourbon, I find. It's, uh, well, let's let's go with a little history here. Before that, I hate to interrupt, but who would you murder to get this bottle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's half the issue with buffalo trace right with any of the sazerac or sorry any of the buffalo i won't products. tell if you, if you did i mean it's cool i mean i'm, get to, I'm getting to enjoy it or, so i don't care or, or did you have to do something else instead uh, oh 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 my oh. so the state of virginia is uh alcohol uh board controlled so it's all the alcohol is, is provided by the state or and goes through the state so there's no like secondary markets or that kind of states never get anything wrong oh yeah well no it's not a it wasn't a positive or negative statement on that it was just more of an is so i'm virginia (laughs) they limit one per person one bottle per person so you don't end up with people who go down and buy like three cases oh we got our three cases of allotment and they're all gone by one person that doesn't happen here you have to just get one bottle at a time so it's Mm. slightly more available here which is ironic well, I guess ironic in a couple of ways. One, Florida, the special, special wing state that it is, uh, has a really avid bourbon community. And this stuff is just wicked hard to get there. Like, stupid hard. Well, the way they have it now is that there is the local people that we talk to, which is also named ABC, but it's not it's not alcohol beverage control. It's They named it that way because it's the it was the first thing that would come up in the phone book, as their founder said. But they have a thing called the Vault which is where you go, you have a specific store or a couple stores and you get on their list. And basically when it comes down to you and it's your turn, you can pick out a certain allotment of bourbons. So that's their kind of diplomatic way of, of doing it. So it is possible to do it. 
you just have to be watching your email and watching the the, the boards and the posts and everything to see when you're going to get your your bottle of Buffalo Trace or Eagle Rare or Blanton's or Weller. Yeah, well, I guess that'll that'll segue us way into the next portion. So Buffalo Trace is a it's a heavy hitter in the bourbon world because they're owned by Sazerac Company, which owns like a hundred of hundred different types of brands. I think that's quite mm-hmm. a few. Um, not just bourbon, they own all sorts of things, but they, Buffalo Trace specifically has, I wrote a list out here. So let me, let me get my glasses and read my list, but, uh, <laughs> it's, so you got your, your, you know, Colonel E. Taylor, you got your George T. Stagg, you know, your Stagg Jr., your Blanton's, your Pappy, you got your Elmer T., your Weller, all the variations of Weller, Eagle Rare, and then again, Buffalo Trace, the name of the distillery. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are a bitch to find. I won't be, I won't lie. Uh, Eagle Rare and, and Buffalo Trace are easier to find than any of the others. Um, you have to sell a kidney to get Elmer T, and, and you have to sell your entire family's kidneys to find a Pappy Van Winkle anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's clock this guy in. So, Buffalo Trace is a, it's an NAS, it's a non or no age statement. Uh, typically, people believe it runs in about seven to nine years, which is. Uh, under so Eagle Rare is a ten year. It's actually stated. So this comes in seven to nine years, give or take. It's ninety proof, which makes it above the minimum requirement of eighty. Which honestly, most eighties are trash. So let me skip them. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this is a high corn uh, mash bill. So it's estimated for mash bill number one. You're looking about eighty five percent corn, ten percent rye, and about five percent malted barley. Mm. It, Buffalo Trace is cool. I mean, they are expanding. They've been they've spent a ton of money to expand all the facilities. I think they've tripled the size of it. I think when we did the Eagle Rare. We talked about this before, but they've like yeah. tripled the size of facilities. And in theory, they have a lot more of this out there. But the bourbon community is a healthy, growing one, and so the more people who drink, like a enjoy weed. it, yeah, the, the the more difficult it can be found. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. So, like in Ohio and in like California, ironically enough. Uh, this is not hard to find. You can go to Costco. Uh, well, Costco in California, Ohio is another uh, state controlled one, but it's, you can, you can find this pretty much anywhere. And uh, it's uh, not the case for like Florida or Virginia or, or other places. Well, you might, you might have better luck with like a smaller town with like less, I know we're living in the metro area. It is difficult to find it because there's so many enthusiasts that are, that are doing it. But maybe if you went to a random store somewhere in Pensacola, you might, get lucky but yeah, uh, maybe i mean pensacola is like a college town so they don't they don't know what good stuff is so maybe right exactly <laughs> okay so yeah buffalo trace um i guess we'll we'll smell it we'll sniff it we'll taste it we'll give you the price point and uh give us some thoughts on it i am i will say it's really pale looking for yeah burger. well yeah, yeah you're right yeah it's not as caramel colored as some other ones are yeah, you would expect that it would be darker for something that's being aged seven to nine years. The legs are really good. It's it has a nice coat on the sides when you swirl it. Oh, I, I was have been told by one of our uh, listeners that anytime we mention the legs on these, it reminds them of ZZ Tops. You got legs. <laughs> yeah. Knows how to use them. I'm uh, glad we could give them that mental imagery. If you drink enough, you'll be able to, you'll be able to see them. <laughs> see the actual legs. Again, just just for commentary, legs are just the 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 viscosity or the residue as it comes. Exactly, the viscosity is a perfect word because, like, for beer, it's lacing. I think wine, wine would be called. the same thing. Legs, legs, legs are, yeah, no, it's legs for wine. 
Ooh, a lot of definitely getting a lot of the the alcohol on the on the nose immediately. Well, I've had this several times, so I'm like, oh, I expect, but like with the high corn, you know, high corn mash, you're gonna expect a lot of vanilla. Um, right, sweet. I get, I'm getting that. Now. I get brown sugar, a little bit of caramel. You get like the molasses kind of smell at all? A tiny bit. I have a hard time. Like molasses and caramel, and vanilla are all kind of the same bin for me. Well, so, the caramel yeah, caramel is gonna have more of like that that burnt flavor than the molasses is. So that that's you know that that's my gauge. Okay. On taste, I'm getting surprising a lot of leather. I'm getting I'm getting uh like mint or peppermint. I mean you get the alcohol burn. Well, 90 proof, it's actually uh, pretty mild for heat. It is, yeah. I don't get any of that spice you're talking about, buddy. Really? Mm -mm. But you know, like I said, I'm getting a lot of leather, maybe like wood, maybe we're kind of oak. Throw talking there. Throw a couple drops of water and open it up. That's what I'm gonna do, actually. I'm gonna open this up a little bit i found this uh the last time i went to vegas before all this covid stuff they uh i forget what airline i was flying but they had they had minis of it you could buy like four or five minis i was like oh i'll take all of those please yeah right i'm having a hard time figuring out what that undertaste is like it's some sweetness some sugar it's gotta be like wood like maybe mm. it's just a charm tasting there yeah it is i definitely getting a little bit of the sugar sugar aspect to it yeah, it is like a, not peppermint. It is like a nice, there's a little bit of a spice to it, too. Yeah, it's like a sugar, oak, and spice. It's strange. It's, just, it's not unpleasant. It's definitely good. I just, it's just different than I expected. It's been so long since I've had this. That's far from unpleasant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a couple drops of water. Open it up a bit. Pretty good. Excellent bourbon. If you can find it, buy it, drink yeah, it, if you- store it. It's up to you. Yeah, so the the good thing about this is if you're paying, you know, primary or MSRPs on it, it's uh it's really really affordable. It's only like twenty eight bucks, something like that, twenty six really? bucks. Yeah, it's it's very it's under it's sub thirty, which is ironic because like oftentimes Buffalo Trace will sell for a little bit more than buff than uh, sorry than Eagle Rare on like a secondary market, which hmm. makes little little sense to me because Eagle Rare is like 32 33 bucks a bottle so you're you know there's like an eight dollar premium in there but somehow mm-hmm. buffalo trace because it's just gained this cult following uh it just sells for more uh, you know in florida and places that allow for you know extra markup all right uh any last thoughts from the peanut gallery yeah i, I did open it up with a couple drops of water and now that i got now that i've done that i get a lot more of the sweetness on the nose i don't know about you guys but yeah, I didn't add any water to it, but yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. I, I may do that after we get out of here because I, I only have I'm two fifty right now with the beer and with that, so I'm just kind of <laughs> nice. Hashtag twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, hopefully twenty one will will calm down this, but uh, we'll see. Let's see if we can get out of January. Yeah, that's the hopes. So yeah, Buffalo Trace is very nice. If you find it, buy it. Don't hesitate. It's good for it's good for your collection. It's good. It's a good sipper. Not the easiest thing to find, but definitely, uh, definitely, definitely worth it. For sure. All right, everyone. I am your host, Greg Scott, and this is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons with my two good friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. And if you like the show, then you might like us on the social medias. We have some hilarity there on uh, the Twitterverse. What's our handle, Jim? At Bourbon Beards. And uh, kind of a segue. Uh, I recently put up a video on my own personal YouTube, which is Jay Beaverton. Just search that on YouTube. I did 
one of our old fashioned recipes from a few episodes back. I think it was either a fall, I think it was a fall style uh, old fashioned. I put some apple ginger spice drink from Publix in there and I did it on camera for you guys to enjoy. So go check that out if you prefer to. Yep. And when you're searching for Jay Beaverton, remember it's J A Y with yes. the Beaverton, not just the J. That was my yes. mistake last Thank night. You. I was searching the tubes. I appreciate that. Thank you. I missed that. I, <laughs> I, I, I missed that explanation, but yeah. <laughs> we do have a website. It is bbbpodcast.net. We do have email. It's hosts at bbbpodcast.net. So if you if you like what we're doing, you know, check out the website, check out the, the social medias. So we do now have a, a patron account. So if you like to listen to the show, you want to support us, you know, you get a little extra scratch, you want to toss it our way to support the show. We appreciate uh, but no, by no means obligation, but you know, it's there. How do they get to that? Do it. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yep. You can go to Patreon. You can search BBB podcast, or you can look at beards, brews, and bourbons. Off Perfect. Of All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for the show. We're going to have some extra music and stay to the end. You made it through the extra music. Now we're in the silent B where we discuss topics that we just made up two seconds ago. Jeopardy. Too soon. Rest in power, Alex Trebek. Yeah, that is a little too soon. And and our, our good, good friend, Sean Connery. Mm. Shocker, Trebek. We are now in January. This is the, the month of resolutions where we all pretend that we're going to somehow do magic things and do better. So I, I like to call this the, the holy triumphant. It's the... This is the, the three types of uh, general resolutions we make for the year. So it's eat better, exercise more, and drink less, at least for a month or three. And so I guess because we do a show about alcohol, we're going to hone in on the drinking less portion or the, the uh, what was it? What'd you call it, Jim, earlier? Dry January. Dry January. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I'm assuming because we've overindulged in, December that people were like, let's just not people do the whole well, not drink all the way through January just to like, hey, you know what? We can abstain for one month uh, since we overindulged in December, which to me is kind of a you're, so you're not going to drink for a 30 day period, but then you're going to go right back to drinking as heavily as you did in, in February. It's not really, <laughs> a, it just strikes me as kind of ingenuous. Well, I will say the liver is actually one of the organs that can do regenerative. It can regenerate pretty quickly. So taking some time off will improve your liver functionality. I'm not sure if 30 days is quite the number. I'm not a medical doctor, but I play one on TV. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it probably doesn't hurt your liver to take a little bit of time off. Well, no, it wouldn't. It's just, it, but it, my, my point is, if you're going to drink as heavily as you did in February, well, I got 30 days. That means I can get wasted and hammered every night. That's not helping you. Moderation is the key all the time, in my opinion. Yeah, so, Aristotle says moderation in all things. But I think it's it's become to the point where now corporations are like, we'll help you celebrate. It's become a it's become a social media tool. Well, that's that's why I thought it was actually funny when you suggested this earlier. Is uh, Heineken has got their their zero ABV beers. You've got um, 
it's not Sierra Nevada. They might have one as well. Oh, duels. Well, you, yeah, you get your classical duels, and I think Bush even has one. Yeah, right? Bush has NA. Yeah, Bush NA. Yeah, yeah. But all, all the basically the the big corps are hopping on the bandwagon. Like we need to make money in January. Everyone stopped drinking in January. How do we continue our money making schemes? Right. And so you know, low alcohol or no alcohol content beers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You've seen that. I just never saw the point. It's like giving a starving dog a rubber bone. <laughs> I don't know when 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 your wife or you know girlfriend or or uh, significant other <laughs> significant other mistress uh you know gets pregnant they be daddy yeah they have to go off the alcohol so maybe you know these mocktails oh. or these you know zero abv beers are, are pretty handy to have but i don't know it just yeah I, I agree it seems odd to lay off the booze and then go to a zero abv or you know non-alcoholic beer i think i'd just rather not drink anything yeah again we're just going back to the whole 30-day process if you if you want to that's fine and then you want change your behavior throughout the year that's great just don't you're not helping yourself by taking 30 days off and you're dreading it the entire time and you're putting yourself through that and then you drink extremely heavily in in february to offset it so you're not helping yourself so just just be moderate the whole rest of the time and uh, if you really need to pick a month pick february because february only has 28 days in it (laughs) pick the short month Pick a short one. And that's all I had for dry January. I'm not doing it. I mean, we're doing a show, so we've already consumed alcohol. So like that was consuming alcohol. I mean, technically, majority of January. I mean, even like in the New Year's, if you're drinking after uh, midnight, midnight, you're technically drinking in January, but whatever. Sorry to break the illusion for you. (laughs) But on a serious note, if you are trying to reduce, it's fine. It's great if you're trying to reduce. And if you fall off the horse and have more than you should, you know, get back on it. You can still drink some water. Dry. Drink some water the next day, and you'd be, be good. And yeah, there's no yeah. no shame in, in in having issues and stopping and restarting. That's that's totally normal. Yeah, exactly. All right, everyone. That is a silent B, short, sweet, like the month of February. <laughs> yeah. Do everything in moderation, as as uh, Aristotle says. I am your host, Greg Scott, and with me, I've got my two good friends. J Beaverton, and that's J J A Y Beaverton, and Irish Giant. That's I R I S H G I A N. You did it. You spelled it. I'm proud of you. I can do it. Spelling's yeah. my friend, Teddy Robskin, <laughs> and that's the show.